Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Hardwood Culture Podcast on the Believe Network. Know me, know the voice, know the guy. It's me, really real, villain, real, to from a junior here at your service. And, uh, you know, it takes one of those days to have you come back down to earth. And that's what we did yesterday. We came back down. We was right in a high. And we had a day that brought us back down to earth. I think we were one and three with the with the single bets, the straight bets that we had. So uh, we did get the over. Oh, my gosh. So the Boston Celtics and Atlanta Hawks game completely flies over. Like, it's not even close. I think Boston had some 11, 12 threes in the first quarter. Maybe it was like eight or nine. And then they quickly got to 11 or 12 really, really fast. And Atlanta was still winning the game. Well, no. So look, no. First, we had Atlanta first hat first quarter. They hit all of those threes and they kill our first quarter bet. And then Atlanta goes on a run in the second quarter, where they effectively kind of take this lead and really never really give it back up. Like they kind of controlled the game from that second quarter on. And Boston made it interesting with the threes, but it seemed like every single shot Atlanta put up was going in at one point in the game it was Sadiq Bey, Bo, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich and uh Clint Capella all perfect from the field like I'm looking I'm looking and I'm I go back and look at the box score while I'm watching the game I'm like man they still haven't missed a shot yet like they're shooting some 60 percent from the field some 50 percent from three it everything was completely on for Atlanta in game three and they survived a barrage of threes by the Boston Celtics and still able to carry on the rest of the game. However, they didn't carry on that first quarter. So we lose the Hawks first quarter bet. We cash the overall total of 228 and a half, I believe it was. Never in doubt there. We had Okongwu, went back to Okongwu over five and a half rebounds. He taps out with five. Brutal. Okay. All right. One and two there. Go over to the Knicks and the Cavs game. And if you scored the basketball in this game, you were a very, very lucky individual. 79 points by the Cavs in that game. 99 points by the Knicks. That flies under. And Jalen Brunson just doesn't get there because, I mean, it was just no scoring in the game overall. He taps out at 21 points. We had him for over 24 and a half. So that was brutal. And, you know, it was it just felt like the losses were near misses, like near misses. Brunson did look great in that game. It's just the overall pace of the game was shot. It didn't need to score. So nobody was really trying to score. It was just more of we have this big lead was just maintain it. And so, you know, we lose Brunson by four points. Missed the wrong angle with the first quarter. It was a full game or at least first half angle, probably should have stuck with the first half there. And then Okamu just misses one short. So, you know, brutal. That was brutal. I'll say that. But it's all right. We can move on to the next day. And we have, I'm getting this out a little bit later, so I'm not really going to be, have like, as I'm recording, the Nets and the Nets are up 14-4 on the 76ers. So I'm recording this rather late for a weekend episode. 
And so you have the 3.30 Eastern tip for the Suns and Clippers. By the time people are really listening to this, like you're not going to be able to get any plays in there. So I'm not really looking to handicap anything over there. So I just have, I really don't like Saturday NBA. I really, really hate Saturday NBA. I just feel like I'm not on my game on Saturday NBA. So I'm just going with some spots that, I just think that these are just good spots for these two teams. So two plays for today. That's it. In and out. Nothing really serious. First game, we had the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat. In Miami, this go-around, Bucks are laying five on the road. 220 is the total. That's come up one and a half points from 218 and a half. Uh, Let's see here. Do I have an injury report? I should have an injury report. Let me, oh, let me, where's my, while I'm trying to pull this up. Uh, All right, there we go. We are good to go. Told you to play again. (laughs) All right. So Giannis is still questionable for the game. As of now, Wesley Matthews is out. Miami Heat, Kyle Lyre is questionable. Nikola Jovic is out, and you know Tyler Hero's missing the rest of the series. So, what? And I, let's just talk about the flex of Miami in Game Two before we start, because the flex—not Miami, but of Milwaukee—the flex of Milwaukee in Game Two, and the flex is is that you are down 0-1 in a series. You are best player, finals MVP, two-time league MVP, is hurt in game one. You get destroyed, destroyed by the Miami Heat. And you come back in game two where it is a must win. You can't be the number one seed and go down 0-2 in a series, dropping both home games. You cannot. So to say that we are going to rest Giannis, don't even worry about it. Don't come out here. We have this under control. The level of confidence that you have in that team (laughs) to say that we're sitting our best player, two-time MVP, finals MVP, we're sitting him. We can handle the light work. I mean, oh, my gosh. And they, they did. They handled it. And I just... Maybe that's why this line is ballooned. It opened up at two and now it's at five. Maybe that that's why the line ballooned and we are getting a worse part of the number here. But I just can't, I, I just don't know how Milwaukee doesn't cover this spread, which actually makes it feel kind of trappy because it's like, how doesn't Milwaukee cover this spread? Now, Miami Heat, we do not like them at home. They're not good ATS at home, but they are a much better home dog than they are as a home favorite. And so that is cause for concern there. But ultimately, I think the game plan is a little bit of the same. And it's, is anybody else outside of Jimmy Butler going to beat us? Who? Who is it going to be? Are you going to count on Gabe Vincent to be on all the way? Is Max Strews going to be on all the way? Is Kyle Lowry going to try to turn back the clock and lose a couple pounds? Is Bam Adebayo going to do what Bam probably should be doing? Like, 
you know, y'all know how I feel about Bam Adebayo. And so I, I just think that there's too many options for Milwaukee. And I'm trying to figure out how I want to play this. I think I just want to just – I'll take my chances. Like, I think I just want to take my chances on the full game and Milwaukee being dominant and being able to handle the Miami Heat and really challenge them defensively. Like, we haven't seen any defense in this series. I feel like they can really challenge them defensively. So, I'm going to go Milwaukee minus five. It feels very, very chalk. I'm not going to lie. It feels really, really chalk. But I think Milwaukee is clear beyond the better team, especially with a 20-point-per-game score out for the Miami Heat and Tyler Hero. So, yeah. All right. I'm going Milwaukee minus five. That's my one play in that game. Going to the night game, Memphis Grizzlies traveling to Los Angeles to play the Lakers. Minus four and a half for the Lakers, 221 and a half is the total. Injury report here for these two teams. Ja is a game time decision with that hand injury. You have Jake LaRuvia out and, you know, Steven Adams isn't playing. And then you have no outs for the Los Angeles Lakers. So. When I look at this game and I think about how we accurately took Memphis last game and what I expected of Memphis to be in a get-up spot, Lakers to be in a letdown spot. I think this series is zigzag theory in the same thing, and I compare it to my football betters because I know it's a lot more football betters, especially listening to a basketball podcast because that's probably why you don't really know basketball as well, so. I compare it to in the NFL when you have your starting quarterback go down and you get that all-world game by the quarterback, the backup quarterback the next game, where the next week the books set the spread off because the starter's not there. It looks like a weird spread. You would never, ever get that spread if the starter was playing. And then the backup comes in, has a good game, and makes it close and or wins the game. So... I think, but when you have that situation in football where the backup comes in and has a really good game, that next game, nine times out of 10, is really, really, really bad. And you're like, oh, and they they end up getting blown out by whatever team. You see that, oh, this is why this guy is a backup. They only had that one good game in them. I could think of Colt McCoy for the New York Giants. I think it was two years ago. When Daniel Jones went down, and we wasn't a good team then overall, but but Daniel Jones went down, the Seahawks came to town, or we went to the Seahawks, one or the other, and ended up beating the Seahawks with Colt McCoy. And the Seahawks were a far better team than us at that point in time. But Colt McCoy was able to come in and just kind of step up in that backup role. They set the line a little bit off more off than it should have been and got outright win. Next week, absolutely destroyed. I don't even think he finished the game. Happens, I think it happened with Pat Mahomes and Chad Henney one time too. So it's this same concept here with the Memphis Grizzlies and the fact of Ja, and it happens in the NBA a lot. Ja's out. You just saw Ja was out, and you just saw that Giannis was out, and you just saw Draymond is out, and Golden State, Milwaukee, Memphis all get wins, no problem. Sometimes it's sometimes 
that added pressure makes it a little bit easier. It really does. And so looking here, I expect this to be the same situation as the backup quarterback in the NFL. They had their get-up game without Ja. Now they come back down to earth and remember why they need Ja Morant and why Ja Morant really, really helps that team. The adjustments come on the Lakers' side of ball. And this actually happened last year with Memphis where they didn't have Ja in that series versus the Warriors. Ja went down. Ja missed a game. They got a win that nobody thought they were going to get. And then the next game, the Warriors brought him back down to earth and quickly ended the series. I think it's the same thing here. They got that win that a lot of people didn't predict we did. And now they come back down to earth. I think the Lakers know that they got out-hustled. They got outplayed. They got out-coached. And absolutely were not ready to play that game, too. They understood that they were playing with house money. They already own the home court for the rest of the series. And so now <laughs> you have them go ahead and take over. Like, you know, take over, understand that we're not, you know, we are going to win this one at home. Memphis been really, really bad on the road. I think they're 0-15 straight up in their last 15 road games. I think they're like 2-13 and against the spread during that time, too. So really, really bad. I think that Lakers come out here with the force. I'm going to take the Lakers early. Even though I think that this can go, you can do a, a full game and be pretty good with the Lakers here. I'm going to take them early and just say that they come out way more focused than how flat that they came out in that game last uh, in game two. So I will take the Lakers first half, minus two and a half. And that's minus 110, you know, basic odds, minus 110. And I just think that the Lakers are going to run away with this in the first half. Now, they may start playing with their food, anything like that. We'll see how Memphis can adjust in the second half. But the first half, I think that it is a complete road punch in the mouth by the Lakers in this game. So, Lake Los Angeles, minus two and a half, first half. Those are my two plays of the day. We have the... Los Angeles Lakers in the first half, minus two and a half. And we have the Milwaukee Bucks, minus five for the full game. All right. If you're not already, make sure you follow me at really real underscore underscore. Make sure you follow the podcast at HW Culture Pod. And appreciate anybody listening, anybody and everybody that's listening. And just tell a friend, tell a friend, let's start growing this. Let's start getting more listeners. Let's start building a community within this podcast that where we can just come here talk hoops, betting, and make some jokes every now and then too. So appreciate everybody for supporting the pod. I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. Just going to end it like this. We are out of here.